Support for a quick timeout podcast is brought to you by our friends at Dr. Dish Basketball. College and professional teams from around the country rely on Dr. Dish shooting machines to help improve their players' development. Whether it's in the gym or at home in your driveway, Dr. Dish will improve your basketball workouts. To find out more about how Dr. Dish can help your program, visit drdishbasketball.com. I'm Coach Tony Miller, and you're listening to a Quick Timeout Podcast. We have conversations with basketball coaches from around the country focused on specific topics designed simply to help grow the game. Thanks for listening and downloading a Quick Timeout Podcast. If by chance you haven't done so already, please rate us, review us, give us five stars. I'd really prefer, though, that if you have a coach friend that you know that isn't already listening to the show, that you share the podcast with them. Hopefully we can help grow the game. On today's show, I'm excited to have joining us Coach Special Jennings, head girls basketball coach at Montverde Academy. Coach, thanks for coming on the podcast. Tony, thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. Your basketball bio summed up in maybe one or two minutes. I read your bio and one or two minutes is not going to do this justice, but in your best way possible, summarizing it in one or two minutes. Yeah, high school all-star, played in Cleveland, Ohio, Jersey's retired, um, four years at Xavier University, four NCAA tournaments, four A-10 championships, and Elite Eight in 2010, professionally three years, Helsinki, Finland, and Germany. You played for Coach Kevin McGuff and Coach Mike Neighbors, Xavier, right? Yes. Coach, M- Coach McGuff has actually been on the show. So I was when I saw that, I was like, oh, awesome. So just like in general, the impact that they had on your life and maybe on your coaching. Um, I think, you know, like I said in a lot of my other podcasts, I think that every every coach I've had has been unique, uniquely different. Kevin was phenomenal in the way in which he was able to um, put together our team. We were all so different crazy <laughs> he he dealt with a lot of crazy but the way you know the way he went about managing that and I just loved his his aura um he's very charismatic you know very very homegoing he has six kids now but when I was at Xavier you know he just just started having children um has a beautiful passionate wife who, who was around and and who we got to see really you know quite often um so you know Mike Neighbors numbers guy great dude funny dude loves you know, movies music he can name like a, a 1922 classic, you know, like uh, just, just different. But but like I said, every every coach that I that I encountered at Xavier, you know, was phenomenal. Carla Morrow, um, Amber Stocks, and then uh, Amy Watts. So you can get as nerdy as you want to with this, but even talking about those coaches and how maybe they've helped shape your philosophy. What would you say your philosophy is? Offense, defense, and just culture in general. For me, you know, I just like I want kids that that's high character kids that just want to compete at a high level um, because, you know, you find that those are the kids that that are run through the wall for you. Those are the kids that, that their approach is going to be different. Their approach and mentality is going to be, you know, when I step into this gym, I'm here to work. And that's that's all it's about. It's not about my emotions, my feelings or anything, anything else. And so, you know, I, I really look for, you know, I look forward to coaching those type of kids, kids that come, you know, obviously as a coach, your job is just to motivate kids and things like that. But, you know, at some point you, you have to be able to motivate yourself. So self-motivate, motivated kids are, are, they're hard to come by, but they are, they are the best 
type of kid to coach. Um, and then philosophies, you know, defense, offense. I'm a coach that, you know, I'm heavy into development. I love skill development. Um, I think that, you know, I'm not a coach that's going to run a million plays. You know, my goal is to, to teach my kids how to play so that they can make plays so that we don't have to call a million plays. You know, I want kids that can think the game on their own. I want kids that can, that can see the game, read the game, you know, that kind of understands the game. You know, here at Montverde Academy, we watch film, we, we break down games and things like that. So just getting them accustomed to seeing because film, film is the best teacher. It doesn't lie. You know, sometimes I can say, Hey, you zig and I told you to zag and they'll say, no, I zag and put on, play it on film. And it's like, no, this is what you did. You know, so kids with an IQ smart, you know, come in and, and just a open-minded kid that's willing to learn. You know, some kids nowadays, you, you know, they play for 10 other people, AAU, they mom, dad, high school, different high school, whatever the case may be. But I think that you, you have to, be open to learning a different way because in basketball, yeah, everybody kind of teaches it. It's all the same thing. If, if you really think about it, but at the end of the day, like I may teach it different than how you've learned it. And so you have to be open to, to understanding it in a different way. Defensively. I want, I want to get in your grill, man. We want to, we want to force action. You know, we don't want to let people sit back and let their offense run their offense, run their patterns, run their sets, you know, kind of get up, ruffle some feathers, be strong, um, pressure the ball, be in, be in the lanes, you know, one-on-one, play defense one-on-one and be able to guard the ball one-on-one is big because, you know, for kids that has aspirations of playing at the next level and the level after that, you know, college, you got to be able to guard the ball. Pro, you definitely have to be able to guard the ball. That's when they, you know, the three-second rule and all that stuff so you don't have as much help. Um, so just, just diving deep into that and then just being tough, just tough on defense. Let me go back and address something that you said earlier about like the offense and you've talked about already playing at a high level, you yourself and playing professionally and being a floor general and the basketball IQ that goes with that. And we all know as coaches, it's one thing for the coach to be able to have that knowledge and to talk about that knowledge. How do you transfer that to your players? So you talked about I'm teaching them how to play rather than just basically turning them into robots out there. If I were to come to one of your practices what would that teaching look like in the practice? Very, very, um, I won't say systematic, but, but just drill form. I think that, you know, the way I teach and I believe in teaching is, is part, part whole. I think that we break down a lot of things. So um, in coaching, I feel like, you know, some of the best coaches in the world can explain to you, they can put the why behind the what so that I can understand. If I'm a kid, obviously they're always questioning things, right? They always want to know, what you know, or if, you know, and sometimes they'll test you just to see if you know what you're talking about, but explain it to them. Hey, you're doing this because of this. So explain it, putting the why behind the what, I think that that, that, that helps. Um, but definitely, you know, drill, you know, we break things down, you know, we can go be going over scout the play, but before we do that, you know, we'll go into some shell stuff. So we'll, you know, two line, we'll jump to the pass. That's the first thing. Ball is pat, jump to the ball. You know, the ball is a magnet, jump to the ball. You know, you, you, you hammer that because, it don't matter what defense I put in, whether it's zone, player to player, you know, whatever the case is, you got to jump to the ball. And so just, just repping that, you know, repping that, repping it, you know, then we might throw in some, you know, add a third person. We may, you know, get beat baseline, help him recover. We may, you know, skip it out. How do we recover? We may do some disadvantage stuff, you know, for offense, first three defense, you know, just, just a mixture of things. And then the hole. So that way when we're going through the play, we've already jumped to the ball. So we're not getting hit by the screens. We're already in help side. So if you know if the screen is doing high, if the team is doing high low, whatever the case is, whatever we're scouting, whatever we're going over, you know, we 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 are already accustomed to 
to those things. Coach, really quickly, let me tell you about a brand new app called Wildcard. It's a social engagement platform specifically designed for youth sports teams. You, your players, their parents, people are going to love this thing. The app allows you to create virtual training programs, manage schedules, give player and game reports, and post player videos and highlights. I've checked out the platform, and I highly recommend you give Wildcard a look. Especially in this climate, with a lot of us having limited or even no contact with our players, Wildcard allows you to stay connected and build culture with your players through the use of technology. Right now, there's a special promotion for a quick timeout listeners. You can download and use the app for free, but you must do so within the first two weeks of the release of this episode. So check the link in the show notes to download and start using Wildcard with your team today. You're going to love it. Those that may not know, this was your first year at Montford. And I think I saw the year before they were 18 and six. So kind of like a somewhat unique. A lot of times a, a new coach will come in from a team that not very good at all. But you came into a team that was good, but you kind of took them. I mean, you took them to the next level. You guys were number one in the country for several weeks. What do you feel like was the secret sauce for that? I think that, you know, they bought into the vision. You know, like you said, with a house, you know, we, a lot of houses have the same foundation, but people add to them all the time. You know, not, not that the house is bad. It's just that I want, I want a bigger house. I want more to this house. And so, you know, that, that's my goal here is to win a national championship. It's not that we don't have those caliber kids. It's just that now we have to add to that. How, how do we get to where, you know, how do we go from a two bedroom to a four bedroom? You got to add, you know, so um, just, just, just being able to, to add to what, what, what was already here. I know that investing in the, in the young ladies is, is important to you, but like, what does that look like on a day-to-day basis? What, are there any kind of intentional strategies that you use when you came in to help quickly form those relationships or, or build those bonds? Of course, you know, getting to know, getting to know, them. you know, they've had multiple coaches in, in, in multiple years. So, you know, obviously that that's a transition for anybody as an adult changes is hard as an adult. So as a kid, you know, it's, it's three times as hard. And so, you know, my goal was I didn't come in here and kick the door in and, hey, I've arrived. This is how it's going to go. This is what you're going to do. No, you know, I, I had to come in and understand them as a people, understand, you know, where you're coming from. What, what is your backstory? What's, what's your life like? What do you, you know, what do you do outside of basketball? What drives you? You know, what, what are your aspirations? You know, just had to come in and understand those things. The basketball, you know, I feel like, you know, I feel like I, I'm a, you know, if I'm speaking of myself, I think that I'm, I'm a very good coach. So the basketball aspect, I can teach that, you know, that that's the that's the that that that's second second nature to me, because that that can be taught. It's the genuinely getting to know who you are so that you can be comfortable enough that if I ask you to run through the wall, you put your head down and you do it. You know, so so that was what, what was most important for me. Is there anything different that you would do looking back on year one or that you have planned going into year two? I would like to add this into our program. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a lot that I know about, you know, the, the state of Florida and the, the rules and regulations and, and the, the, you know, how it goes and, the, 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 you know, some of the some of the tedious things that, that happens in the state of Florida. So um, I think that, you know, I would, I would pick pick my battles, um, some of the games a little differently. Um, I think I would have I think, you know, due to COVID, obviously, we couldn't go places and we couldn't do as much as I would have liked to. But I think I would have played on the road a little more out of the state outside of the state of Florida. I would have hoped to have had Janai Barker last year um, as opposed to just having her this year. Um, but yeah, absolutely. One All-American, McDonald's All-American already. Do you have any others that are going college this year? 
Um, not McDonald's on American, but I do have a young lady that is signed to Furman University. Yeah. I'm a yeah. senior. I, I have a young lady that's going to uh, Northwest Florida, um, who is a senior, uh, Maria Mechabus, who is from Norway. And I have another young lady who is going to Independence um, Community College, um, who is also a senior from Chile. Do you feel like your experience has helped them? What are some things that you would have for that coach who maybe doesn't didn't have the experience of playing college basketball or has the connections like you have? Like, what would you advise them to do to help their young people? Yeah. So for my kids, you know, I'm very I'm brutally honest with them. You know, as a former college coach, I, I understand the ins and outs of recruiting. I understand how it goes. You know, I explain to them, you know, obviously recruiting is like relationships. You know, you, you can't you know, a lot of these kids are oh, I like this school or I like that school, you know, in a relationship, like the person kind of got, got to, not kind of, but they got to like you back. And so the schools have to like you back. So not only do the school recruit you, like it's like a, it's, it's a reciprocal, like it's, it's vice versa. The second thing I let them know is that, you know, you're not the only person that they're talking to. So you need to, you need to, you know, you, you need to ask them what exactly, you know, how do you exactly fit into what they're trying to do? And most people, you know, I like to believe that most coaches would be honest. Now, obviously there are some that's just going to say what they need to say just to get you you know, to the school, but you, you have to understand that there are so many people that want to be in that same position. You know, you, you need to get an understanding of where you fit in that equation. Second thing, I, or the third thing I explained to them is you need to go play for a head coach that you're going to love. You know, a lot of these kids, they mess up because they go, they go to schools based off the assistants. And at the end of the day, assistants leave all the time. You know, I, I, you know, I coached on at several different universities. Um, assistants leave all the time. And so you falling in love or you, you following an assistant is that's a hard thing to do because at the end of the day, the first thing is they make no decisions. I don't care what they're telling you on the phone, how often they're talking to you. Oh, you talk to this person every day. They make no decisions. The head coach make all the decisions. So that's the person you need to be talking to. You need to. Yeah, of course, you go talk to the assistant. Head coaches don't have time to talk to you every day. Um, but but you need to have a relationship with that head coach. Um, and just so just just giving them a lot of that that back on, on what recruiting really involves and what it takes and then telling them to ask questions. So a lot of these kids don't ask the right questions. They just pick a school based off of, oh, well, this school has a little buzz to it right now. This school has a little, you know, ask questions. What do you, what do you want to do when you go to college? What do you want to do after outside of basketball? What do you want to do after that? Do, do, that, do that school carry that? I know a lot of kids that go to a school, they want to major in something that the school does not have, which makes no sense to me. No matter how good the basketball is, this isn't benefiting you for your future. Your future is more important than, than your moment, you know. And so just, you know, having them understand that. And then I tell them, pick a school, like go to a school or a place that you would love, even if they didn't have basketball. For a year, like what happened this year? Seasons are canceled. You know, a lot of people transferring because they just, they hate the school. Pick somewhere you would love, even if they didn't have basketball, so that no matter what happened, you you love where you are. Um, so just just give them those 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 backdrops on all that comes with with recruiting. I think that you know them having that understanding and then the NCAA eligibility, those things, grades, transcripts, um, testing, test scores. You know, getting getting that stuff done early. You know, you kind of want to get yourself get give yourself an opportunity, get it done early. We we're we're human. We, you know, we're not all perfect. Everybody is not designed to take tests. You know, you fumble on the test. You have an opportunity to make that up several times. You, have, you give yourself some grace, some grace period. So just educating them on those things. That's great. When was the last time you laced them up? 
Oh man, I look got shoes under the desk, man. Listen, I don't, I don't play like that. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I, 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 don't, I don't even, I don't even play like that. I, I love it. Like <laughs> I was gonna be more impressed if you stuck your foot up in front of the camera and showed me that you already had them on right there. I, look, I, don't, I don't play like that. I like that. I like that. Okay, do the do the girls know about your playing career? I Absolutely. mean, are they impressed or they just kind of brush you off? You know what happened? Uh, some of them, you know, I tell people all the time. Some people, some people don't believe water wet until you splash them. That's and exactly so what I right. do is, you know, in practice, there's days where I just roll the ball out, and you know, we have some video and things like that. But you know, I cook these kids, and they 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 know <laughs> there's a difference. You know, there's a difference, and that's the reason I stay in shape and things like that, just in case some of them feel froggy. They want to jump. <laughs> they want to jump out and coach. So. Um, yeah, no, they, they, they know my background, they know my story, they know, you know, where I come from, the, you know, my accolades and the things that I've done um, in the game of basketball, what basketball has done for me. So um, they respect, you know, they respect my words, you know, and as a coach, you know, I think that one of the things that I have going for myself is there's not one thing that I tell them to do that I can't do myself. Mm -hmm. Anything that I'm teaching them in practice, I demo. You know, I'm very hands-on. I'm on the floor. Any drill, I'm demoing. And so, you know, they, they can respect that. And they, they can see it. It's, it's, it's still visible to them. Uh, goals for yourself this offseason? Just, you know, the development of the team is important. The development of our skill is important. Like I said, something like it, a lot of my kids can, can play and compete at a high level, you know, but everybody knows that, you know, the ceiling is as far as you, you know, as high as you, as high as you make it. You know, so there there's always room for growth, always room for development, and I'm big on that. Um, so right now, just hammering, we doing a lot of footwork right now, a lot of footwork, a lot of off screens, a lot of secondary movement, a lot of mid range stuff um, in the game of basketball right now. What I see is missing is a lot of a lot of people can't shoot that mid range play in the mid range and just trying to, you know, try to get my kids familiarized with that. And so that, you know, that may be an advantage for them one day is that, hey, it's you and this kid, you know, a school like both of y'all and they may edge you. Because you can play in the mid-range. That's part of, you know, ball screens, coming up ball screens. You can make decisions off screens, you know, those type things. So um, that, that's what we're doing right now. The last thing I'll ask you, I get this frequently. How do I get to being a college coach or how do I get to being at a top high school in the country? What are some things that you would say are maybe key points to making that way to whatever that person's dream job is? I would say master where you are. Become a pro at, at wherever you are, whatever level that is. You know, a lot of times everybody wants these opportunities and they, you know, they, they, they jump at this opportunity. But are you, are you, are you an expert at where you are right now? Are you prepared for that opportunity? Say, let's say you get an opportunity. Are you prepared for that opportunity? You know, I see so many people that get an opportunity that go and, and, and they do a horrible job because they weren't prepared. Hmm. You know, there's a lot that comes with coaching at every level. There's a lot that goes into it. And if you're not ready, then all you did was just blow your opportunity. You get let go. And now it's harder for you to get your next opportunity because you weren't good at your first one. Um, so I would just say, be good where you are. And if an opportunity presents itself and you're, and you're ready for it and it makes sense for you in your life or whatever, you know, however you have it set up, then take it. Um, but you always want to prepare, you know, watch film, study basketball. You know, one of the things I do all the time is I sit and it's easy. You know, YouTube has it. I go on YouTube and I watch games from years ago, NCAA men, NCAA women, NBA, WNBA. I go and I watch the last two minutes of close games. You know, I think that's how I developed the skill of, of my, my down the stretch game. You know, mm -hmm. two minute is like football. You know, football had a two minute drill. 
it's almost in my mind I'm practicing like that two minutes, that last two minutes. Okay, if it's a back and forth game, you know, things like if I need a two, you know, what's quick? When do I need a timeout? Circumstances, you know, circum certain circumstances, you know, if, if we're up one and I have fouls to give, when do I start fouling? You know, how much time do I leave on the clock? You know, those things, because as coaches, we, we get it wrong sometimes. I mean, sometimes we get it wrong. I've gotten it wrong, like we get it wrong. And the best way to, to learn and teach yourself is to, to practice it and practice it by watching. Watch watch how that stuff affected other games. You know, I, I think I've seen a, a number of coaches get it wrong, and it's okay. But I've learned from it. You know, I'm, I'm learning from their mistakes. So, you know, watch film. Film, again, is the best teacher. That's Coach Special Jennings, girls basketball coach at Montverde Academy. Coach, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Tony. That'll do it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you again at the next time out.